Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like an umpire, ready to change the game. Today on the show, I am talking about bravery, uh, my personal bravery, especially in relation to the last show where I talked about reliability. This show is about really taking that Zen feeling that I've been feeling internally and practicing that out in the real world, because most of us know that our circumstances are typically involved in the outside world. We don't typically have the option to hide away from society. We have to interface with people all of the time, and that certainly counts for me as well. And getting myself into uncomfortable situations is going to help with my personal growth and allow me to test the inner strength that I've been cultivating and really test the armor that I've been building and go beyond the confines of my personal walls and structures and boundaries and really test my mettle against the real world and the outside world. So this episode is all about that and a certain situation that I recently was involved in that uh, is a great example of this and is really making me feel pretty good about uh, really, uh, you know, there's like a difference between the two episodes that you can kind of feel in terms of uh, optimism and going forward. So uh, here we go. We're going to talk about uh, bravery and break it down on this episode of Dopamine. Well, let's go. Drums, Hey everybody, C-Note here, uh, aka Christian Rivera. There's a little bit of tiredness in my voice because it's the tor- towards the end of my work day. It is 2pm, but I've been up for quite a few hours now, so I'm pretty tired. Um, and today I wanted to talk about bravery. Bravery because I had a really interesting good moment yesterday and bravery was a key component of that. So, uh, in the last episode, I talked about reliability and reliability in terms of me feeling like doing service-based work has not, um, worked out because I haven't felt like I'm reliable enough to serve other people in a service-based deadline driven sort of, uh, uh, framework whether that's for a job or with clients for myself. Because things happen, you know, life happens, mental health happens, and it can be really hard to drive yourself to do work for other people. Uh, I can do a ton of stuff for myself all day long, and I'm really excited about it. But doing stuff for other people is a challenge, and I think for me I felt I've been feeling pretty unreliable. And another part of that podcast I also talked about feeling pretty zen in my own mental state. I think for the most part, no one can touch me when I'm in my safe space. And really, that is in the context of what I've been exposed to, which is not a lot lately. And the challenge with that is to go forward and go forth in life. I've had to find, I have to be putting myself out there meaning I have to do things that are scary. I have to test this level of Zen that I've been like been working on and appreciating and utilizing in my day-to-day life. 
And when I say Zen, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm like avoiding conflict or not dealing with my emotions or anything like that. But Zen in the sense that like I'm, I've developed some emotional Aikido in my ability to sort of work through a lot of stuff that's coming at me and being able to adjust using my logic and finding ways to, to navigate and work through things as opposed to just deflecting and saying, ha ha, it's gone. <laughs> right. Um, you know, that's not Zen to me. I feel like Zen is finding a way to absorb it and not having it affect you. Um, and being able to work through it and acknowledge it and go, huh, that's interesting. Or thanks for that. Like, that's really new information. That's amazing. I'm really grateful that this is an opportunity to grow, right? And for me, being in that optimistic space and living within that Zen has been really good for me. I think it's a really good spot. But sometimes, you know, mental health is going to creep in or I'm going to be put into other scenarios that... I may not be, you know, I, I haven't really fully tested this power in a sense. And I think the opportunity is slowly starting to arise with, with really taking the reins on allowing myself to, to put dopamine, this brand onto my back and start to really develop it as, as a personal development brand, personal development and mindset and mental health sort of brand and put myself out there in a way that makes me vulnerable and makes me have to think a little bit more on the fly and become more exposed to uh, varying people at varying stages of development and seeing how I can adapt to that, see how I can change and see what happens when, you know, more people in different contexts and different ways might have an aversion to who I am and what I say and what I'm doing. Because like, it's really easy to feel a state of Zen if you're sitting on a mountain in the Himalayas. No offense, Dalai Lama. <laughs> but uh, I think if you're able to separate yourself from society it can be a little bit easier to find an, a personal sense of Zen, but that's not the reality of most of our lives. Most of us are having to navigate the world. We're having to find ways to work with people. We have to develop ideas or build resources or find money or provide services or work a job or have to deal with the loss of a loved one or relationship splitting or relationship conflict, um, and, you know, social issues that we're passionate about. Like there are a ton of things that are going to come up in our lives that, that we just, we can't predict and we can't just brush them all off and expect ourselves to be in a consistent emotional state all the time. So when I really say Zen, I mean, you know, that I'm trying to be versatile and be adaptable. And like, I know now what the internal version of Zen feels like for me. I know where the bar is. And I think that's what I've been trying to get to for the last year is figuring out where that bar is and what that looks like for me so that I can start to go into the outside world and find out how that translates into some of the experiences that I'm going to have 
once I put myself out there some more, whether those are positive or negative experiences and really learn and find and test how I can continue to find my sense of Zen or fully be myself, use my personal version of my superpowers and manage my mental health and manage my boundaries in a way that's healthy, but in an active state, you know, it becomes more of a shield as opposed to a wall, right? It's a shield armor that I carry with me as opposed to having to stay in place and stay in one spot and surround myself with a fence or a wall or a way for a way that keeps people out, but also keeps me in. I need to be able to to traverse the world. I need to travel. I need to collect rupees. (laughs) You know, I need to cut grass and and be able to grab those rupees. Um, I need to find ways to, you know, to feed myself in a way that isn't just protective of my energy, but is something where I'm utilizing my energy and being able to navigate swiftly through the world in a way that still stays true to my boundaries and what it is that I need, but allows me to go forward in the direction that I need to, that is actually going to put a positive dent in the world and leave a mark. Because I feel like that is what creativity is in a nutshell. It's the drive to leave a mark on the world, or I should say it's the drive to give back to the world. I feel like that is what creativity is. Uh, you can quote me on that one because <laughs> I made that up myself and, uh, I feel really good about that quote. So, uh, I'm going to take a break and then we'll talk a little bit about the scenario where I felt like I practice a sense of bravery and, um, some of the things that are going on lately that I feel like are acts of bravery and how they can hopefully start to snowball into bigger acts of wonderful bravery, colorful madness. Let's take a break. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. Listen to the 48 Hours podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real-life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours wherever you get your podcasts. So last night was a really interesting scenario. I think for the last few days, uh, Molly and I had some conflict. We've been working through some things. We're good. Um, But, you know, it's pretty normal. I think there are times where one of us is going through sort of a change or a growth point and we can hold space for the other person. But sometimes there are times where we're both in a sensitive state at the same time. And things can get real tricky and real iffy at that point, at that spot, because 
she tends to need more space and I need, I need more cuddles. <laughs> and, uh, that could be a real challenge. Like I need more affirmations. I need her to get closer and she needs her space a little bit more. And we're finding ways to balance that. It's more complicated than that, but you know, that's sort of a representation of like the past few instances where we've hit, hit emotional through lines at the same time. And that's kind of the way it's been sort of panning out. But at the end of the day, I think we both have agreed that when we sense that something is off, we need to call it out, whether we see it within ourselves or the other person, just to ask, not to use it as a power trip and say like, you're being weird, stop being weird, <laughs> right? But it's about like, you know, something's a little off. Is everything okay? What's going on in your head? Is there, Do you want more, like what's going on? And, you know, allow the other person to speak their truth. Uh, I think that is what's really been helping us to be able to move forward and giving us a little bit of a little bit of room to navigate all of that. So a part of all of that has been she's been trying to find her own sense of community. And I've been kind of trying to do the same thing. Uh, And I don't think she's averse to me being a part of certain things. that she's involved in, uh, especially if she feels like I can contribute in some sort of an interesting way. So she has been talking with a friend of hers. Her friend has started to sort of assemble a cast of characters that will meet on Sunday nights to talk about, uh, spiritual, psychological, philosophical, I don't know, whatever types of, it's still very being raw and worked out sort of thing. Uh, but people to get together, kind of pick a topic or listen to a podcast episode or something and talk about a particular thing, something that's, you know, could be helpful to everyone. And, uh, what I really appreciate is that it's an opportunity for quite a few people to get together and really like, not necessarily like circle jerk each other about an idea and just nod and smile. But, uh, you know, these are people that are kind of growing and have similar sort of traumas with, with spiritualism, um, with aspects of society. And we're sort of working through not making it a thing where we like shit on certain stuff, but a thing where we can like, you know, talk openly to each other. So I was invited to this, uh, she went the first time and I was invited to this and I had massive hesitation because they called it house church. (laughs) And the person who's running it has been out of religion since like she was 15, not religion, but out of church really. And since she was 15 and and doesn't really take it seriously. So she felt like it was something that she could just do. And it was really not going to be a big deal. Um, but her and Molly had some talks and they're kind of working on potentially a new name or whatever, but because it was named that I had my hesitations and there's also aspects of there's a podcast called the liturgist podcast that Molly loves a lot. A lot. Um, I think there are aspects that don't resonate with me as a person, but I think it's good for plenty of people. Of course it's done well. So, um, a lot of the ideas in there spawned from that. So I'm going into this thing, um, potentially assuming that I'm going to feel really weird. I'm going to be from like another planet and not going to be able to jive and gel with anyone or any of the ideas there. But, and you know, Molly is so great in holding space for me that if I didn't want to go, she would be okay with me not going, you know, she's not going to harbor resentment for that. Or if she did, we would eventually have to talk about it. Right. But at that point, I know that 
I know two things. I know one, it's good for our relationship for me to try and be involved in things that she's being involved in if she wants me to be involved in it. Uh, and two, I, for me, for my own sake of bravery, need to get out there and speak to new people and be exposed to new ideas, not so that it can change me, but so that I can contribute to it in my own way, that I can, that I can listen, that I can be patient, that I can hear different perspectives and do everything that I can to look past the window dressing and really hear what someone is trying to say. That is something that I've been actively working on. And I have to continue to open myself up to more of these opportunities for this sort of thing to happen. So going there and talking about it, we talked about spiral dynamics, which I think is perfect because it's something that I've been like working my way up to doing a podcast episode about. I think after last night, I feel like it's coming soon now. And there were a lot of interesting moments within that sort of house church scenario um, that we, there were, there were moments where there was some misinformation or misunderstandings of what the model is and some biases showing. And now I've been challenging myself to make sure that when I see disconnections with bias or disparate uh, dissonance, I guess I could say, to not be quiet about it, but I need to filter and understand human emotion enough to not just come out and be a jerk about it, right? It's not about correcting someone. It's about making someone consider that they need an accurate data or accurate representation so that they can start from a solid point of view, right? So that that is one of those massive challenges that I'm working towards and in order for me to move forward in life in any sort of way, I need to be able to open myself up to more of those opportunities. And doing that last night was amazing. There's so much nuance that I could talk about in terms of like some of the things that, that sort of came up or were um, talked about in relation to spirituality and whatnot. That's not what this is about. Um, it's really, it just felt good. It was, I was able to talk about and give so much great insight, uh, and learn plenty from other people's experiences, but it allowed me to really give great insight and actually help everyone. And by the end of it, like I was getting hugs from people and everyone was just like, you're a rock star. And, and like, like this is, you know, you're really helping us like get some clarity on this. And all we did was listen to one podcast episode, which the podcast episode seems like it wasn't really founded in a lot of solid research, um, to really help them sort of focus and narrow down like, uh, um, a, a way to like understand the realm of where they're at and some of their own personal biases and explain, I explained plenty of my own. It wasn't just me preaching at people. Right. So I, I had to share a lot of my stories in the way that I do so in this podcast. So for me, that was like really an incredible piece of the puzzle for me to be able to put myself out there. And I felt like I got feedback as a result, uh, the world and the people in that scenario really, um, praised, I guess you could say, or they, I don't know, they gave me some good feedback as to, as to my contribution. So that felt really good. I'm really proud of that. And I feel like it's a first step. 
I've submitted a couple of proposals to be a speaker at different events. That's something I want to do. I want to be involved in future iterations of the house church thing that's, that is there, uh, find other versions of that. And I eventually want to expand dopamine to something where like, it's something like that. Like there's town hall meetings or like a meetup and people can get together and talk about a concept and really share their own experiences and be able to break it down. Right. <laughs> break it down. <laughs> I got to use that somewhere. Um, <laughs> so you know, that's, that's really where I landed. You know, Molly and I talked about it last night. I felt really good about it. I felt like I needed that. I was intensely stressed out. I felt like I needed some sort of affirmation that I bring value to the world in some sort of way. And really experiencing that was so amazing. I absolutely loved it. And, um, I need to have some faith in myself that I can bring value to the world. I've had 50,000 plus listens on this show and, um, somehow the numbers are never enough, right? Every once, every so often you just need like fresh affirmations as to what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. And, uh, you know, it endlessly feels good to continue to, to reach people and help people. And it really further solidified my personal resolve to keep doing this, to keep doing this podcast, to want to help people with personal development, to, learn more maps and models to come up with my own, to, uh, really sit with people and dive into, you know, some of these ego things and really point out biases in a way that's happy and healthy. Like that's not going to be scary and, uh, and move forward with that. So I I feel like that bravery is going to be a very important piece for me this year as I start to move forward and try to develop this brand and help people along the way. So that's it. That's everything. So bravery, go do something, go do something. that's a little bit uncomfortable. Try something new, test your superpower against the world and see how that feels for you. You know, and if it doesn't feel good, then, you know, temper it, refine it, take it back to the shop, work on it. Right. And keep finding ways to connect with people in the way that you know how to connect with people and help the world in the way that you know how to help people. You know, you don't have to change who you are. You just need to strengthen who you are. And there, there's, that's the thing. Person, it's personal development. Personal development is personal. It is for you. It is where you're going. It is everything about you. So that's it. I got to go. I got to do things. Take care of yourselves and each other. Go to bit.ly slash brand blaster to check out my branding course or follow me at let's go C note on all of my social channels. Twitter is the best place to just say hello, say hi. If you liked an episode, if you like this, if there's something that stuck out to you, let me know. I'd love to talk about it. So that's it. Subscribe to the show, leave a review, all the things, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on dopamine. See you guys. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.